Do you want more behind-the-scenes photos? Yeah. How about full, uncensored access? Oh, yeah. No, you just want the full VIP treatment? Well, for as little as $1, you can become a loyal Patreon of mine at patreon.com forward slash Trinity the Tuck and enjoy behind-the-scenes photos, videos, and tons more content before everyone else. Plus, there's exclusive merch. Check it out today. Mmm. Welcome back to work. I'm your hostess, Trinity the Tuck, and today I'll be talking to Chicago's own T-Rex. Today we'll be talking about Holiday Hoedown, Drag Race Rundown, and so much more. Hi guys, welcome back. I'm so excited about today's guest. Today I have T-Rex from Chicago. I just have one question for you. Oh God, you're asking a question already? Where's my crown at? <laughs> I've watched the AJ and the Queen uh, trailer so many times and every time you say that, I start laughing so hard. Oh, I can't wait for everybody to see that episode. I'm so excited. When I saw you, and I, I genuinely started laughing. Well, when they asked me to do it, I, we already talked about this last podcast, but when they asked me to do it, I was like, oh, do, I'm really going to have to play a pageant queen. Like, it's like, right. it, I'm just playing myself, but yeah. not really. Um, but it ended up being like such a fun project. Because you got to be like rotten. Oh, I got to be horrible. Yeah. Like everything I've ever wanted right. to be. <laughs> like the old school pageant queen. Yeah. Um, well, I'm so, I've known you for years now. Yeah, isn't that weird? Yeah. No. Well, you're, you lived in Orlando for a while, right? I've lived in Orlando since after, no, since right before uh, Drag Race Season 9. Because I'm from Fort Pierce, Florida. Where is so that? So I'm from like an hour and like 45 minutes from Orlando. So like Parliament House and, and uh, like uh, Pulse, those are like where I went in high school. Is that where you started drag? Um, no, I started here. Oh, yeah, you started I've been in doing Chicago. It, yeah, I've been here 11 years, and I started about eight years ago. What brought you to Chicago? I was too afraid to move to New York, but I wanted to move to New York, and I told myself that this was going to be, like, my stepping stone city, and then I was here for, like, two years, and I was like, all right, it's time to, you know, start thinking about moving, and I was like, fuck that. Like, I had just started drag. I was like, this is, it, it's a really good place to be creative. Uh-huh. Like, it's just, it's really it's not that expensive to live here and there's a lot to do a lot of people constantly coming in town like uh just like the gay district is one of the best in the world like it's just a great place to be like gay and creative so it's like i'm not moving to new york and paying yeah four times as much for rent and just to re-meet people you know like and start all over yeah i mean I, i moved here when i was 20 so that's you know it's cold here, though, bitch. It's a trade-off for, like, the people. <laughs> like, I, I don't mind it. I, I like having seasons. You, Where do you live now? Uh, okay, so I live in Orlando still. Oh, um, you do? Yeah, we, we, ju- oh, okay. we just bought a house in Orlando. I, I, I don't love it there, but I love, where like, uh, the neighborhood that we live in. It's really mm-hmm. nice. I, um, I grew up in Alabama, so, like, we always had... Four seasons. I and like I, it. And I love that, too. Yeah. Because we got a little bit of snow, but not too much. Yeah. 
Um, a little bit of cold, but it was not like windy like here, bitch. Like my nose feels like it's yeah. gonna fall off. <laughs> I mean, wow. I've already had. You know, <laughs> Who needs a third nose job, <laughs> Mr. Potato? I know it's, it's it's like earlier today we were. Uh, I went to go have brunch with Shay, and the the place wasn't open yet. And I'm like, oh my god, my nose is like yeah. freezing. Today is particularly bad. And it's funny because yesterday was like really pleasant, and then it just dropped twenty degrees. Ugh. And we're right by the lake, so you get that breeze. Like ugh. the lake is beautiful, though. I've I've walked that when it yeah. was um I think during summer. Yeah, so it was really pretty. I. I just like having the seasons because I feel like it, it just totally changes my mood. Like in Florida, I feel like... It's, it's all hot. It's just no shirt, no shoes, no problem. All day, every day, and mm-hmm. nothing ever changes. I, I remember it would go down to like... Once every like four years, it would go to like 31 degrees at night. And there would be like light ice on your windshield. And they would like close the schools and open up the homeless shelters. Like it was... I, I can't do that. Like... <laughs> people would go like everyone's just wearing like all of their Aeropostale hoodies like on top of each other like no one's ready for it like everyone just goes into complete and utter chaos well there was a um, there <laughs> and was here a, it, I would be like in my you know shorts if it was 50 degrees you know there was a flight that I took from Orlando to I don't remember where it was it was not too long ago but girl I, they all blend together this lady was getting off of the flight into the city which was cold wherever it was that I was landing in flip-flops. I'm like, girl, it's the middle of, like, cold weather, and you're in flip-flops. Like, how Florida can you be? <laughs> Do you, you love Florida. Um, I like the weather. I, I like the weather. I don't ever work in Florida. Hardly ever. Really? Yeah, yeah, girl. They, it's kind of like, um, like local girl syndrome. Oh. They always look at you as a local girl, no matter what. Even though I didn't start drag there. Yeah. Um, they don't want to pay... A fee more than just what they paid me right. before. I I think it's nice to have like Roscoe's and places here that are, you know, they're not as cheap. Mm-hmm. I'll say, and yeah, they, they know the amount of work that goes in and how much you're promoting and stuff, and and it's nice to. Have and they know that. what asset, what an asset you are. Yeah, exactly. Because I there's so many local scenes are like, well, you're getting a hundred bucks, and you know, right. Well, you know, this, the thing is, is that I'm not even mad about it. I'm I'm totally content with living in a city that I don't, I'm not affiliated with a gay scene as much, mm-hmm. uh, where I can just go and enjoy, like, I can just enjoy my life yeah. outside of, like, drag all the time. Yeah. Um, and I'm super close to the airport, so it's really convenient. Didn't Parliament House lose their liquor license? Oh, girl, I don't know. Did they? They lost their liquor license. When was this? Apparently recently. Which means so what? There's people, only a handful of club. What is there? Southern Nights and so do like they bring? Do people bring their own liquor or something? I don't know. That place is a fucking mess. That's one of those bars. You know how there's like a bar in every town where every like four years they're like, oh, we're closing up, and then there's like a GoFundMe, and they end up reopening, and then they lose a license and they get it back, and maybe there's a name change. Like I feel like that is that bar. Oh my gosh. You know what I mean? Like they're constantly yeah. like you're like. This is like a glorified patio with a roof on it. Like, how is this a functioning business? <laughs> and I mean, I go there and I like it because I do like a dirty, filthy bar. I mean, I work at Berlin, for God's sakes. But like, just, you know, a seedy place. But I go and I'm like, oh, God, how is the alderman, like, sign off on this fucking place? Oh, well, <laughs> because, it, like, they have 
It's like a motel mixed with a nightclub. So like in their their rooms have like full windows. Yeah. That you can like leave the win the windows open or the door open and people like yeah. I guess that's like advertisement for something. But well, um, well, I know that you like your name's T Rex. Yeah. Now, but um, you used to go by a different name. Um, why did you end up changing your name? I mean, I I know the whole name change because yeah. I changed mine too in the middle of. Yeah. You know, all this mess of drag race. But yeah. why did you change yours? Um, uh, I, I mean, I guess the the best way to say is that, like, the language changed. And yeah. that, like, you know, Tranica having Tran in there, it's like... Eight, nine years ago when I thought it up, it was like... <laughs> it Trans, uh, using it, the word tranny, and, it, and, and excuse me for using the right. word, but, it, but the no, term it, wasn't... It was a, a blanket term that was used for drag queens more, and it was used in the dressing room, and it was used on TV. And, and it was used by trans women as yeah, well. And, and, and it wasn't, you know, and if the language changes, I'm not going to be... I'm not going to die on that hill. Right. Like, I'm a cis, white, gay guy. Like, yeah, fuck off. Like, exactly. You know, like, I'm not going to fight it. So I was like, let me just change this because... Uh, I spend so much of my time trying to give platforms to all types of people, yeah. especially trans people, people of color, as much as I can on a local level. And, and like, I don't want to be, uh, I'm not trying to be controversial, you know, like at least not with that, not with that. Yeah. I'll piss people off. All <laughs> time, but, but that wasn't, um, yeah, it just, the language changed and I was like, all right, let me step away from this because it it never was supposed to be something like that, but, you know. Yeah, I, I totally get it. There, there's certain things about, because I come from old school drag, like, girl, yep. I've been doing this for a hundred years. <laughs> um, and you're right, like, the, uh, the atmosphere of drag has, has changed. And yeah. so certain things do have to change. There's certain things that I'm going to push back on, but I definitely think, like, Identity-wise, uh, the trans issue, uh, non-binary, all that stuff. Y- y- women, you have to you have to be a little bit more careful with your your verbiage because it yeah. is it is important now. It's incredibly important, and I wouldn't want to be like distracting from an issue because I like refuse to change my. You know, like I, yeah. I don't want to be. It's not my hill to die on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what do you do? I don't really, you know, I know you from drag, but I, we've never really hung out outside of drag. So like, what do you do for fun outside of drag? Like, what do you like to do? Your hobbies? Oh my gosh. Um, right now I've been getting into stoning a lot and I guess that is drag. I just sit at home, got my Disney plus on and just stone shoes for hours on fucking end. Um, I also just got, <laughs> this makes me sound so boring, but I just got the regal pass where you pay $21 a month and you can go see unlimited movies. I'll wake up if I have a day out because I don't do anything during the day if I don't want to. I'll wake up, go see movies by myself. I'm an only child. I love to spend time by myself. See, I I don't mind going to... I'm not an only child, but I don't mind going to a movie by myself. But Leo will not. He will not go by himself. And he thinks it's so weird. He thinks I'm weird. I feel like people think it's weird. And I, I don't know. I just... Maybe... I like being alone. And I think it's a like a good counterbalance of like I'm either in a room full of people pushing me around at a bar drinking screaming or I want to be like by myself enjoying myself yeah you know I love to just sit in my bed sit in my apartment complete silence and just do my shit you know you don't, you're not in a relationship right I am incredibly single <laughs> and I love it you love okay you love it I okay love it okay yeah. good yeah. hey yeah work how I, long have you been single um two about two and a half years yeah, yeah. 
I like it. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, because, God, I mean, I barely co-sign for myself half the time. I wouldn't expect <laughs> someone else to <laughs> jump into this shit show, so. Yeah, relationships are hard. We, me and Leo were just talking about it last night. You know, How long like, have you all been together? Three years? Yeah, going on three years. Yeah. And so it's, it is, it's a constant... It's a constant struggle of like it's so hard uh, because you're with someone that's a different person. They have different opinions and yeah. and um, but you know when you love someone, you make it work and you you compromise. Yeah, I w- I was in um, we were in an open relationship, mm. which I feel like I never really talk about it. But um, yeah, that really if I could give anyone any advice for being in an open relationship, I would say don't be in one with me. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I just was terrible at it. Like, I didn't understand the rules and I didn't want to... I don't think there is necessary rules. Well, because it was too... It, it was, I, feel like, I feel like each couple has to have their own rules to yeah. whatever whatever their relationship is, open or not. Yeah. Um, there has to be... In, in, in whatever boundaries you set... Both parties need to understand. I'm an only child, Taurus, theater kid. Everything in my whole life has always revolved around me. Like, it is extremely hard for me to think about other people. And as I I get older, I mean, it's something that I'm, like, very conscious of. Like, I don't want to be a selfish brat. But um, it was, it's hard for me to be in a relationship. Because I, I, you know, my mom was divorced like my parents were divorced like I I just didn't really grow up with that and I don't I don't know it's not really the the my brain doesn't go in that direction right I just like to go out and do what I want whenever I want and I need to ask for permission for someone uh, to do other things like it just doesn't work for me I live alone like I go out when I want I hang out with my friends like yeah. I, I mean that's cool I love that for you that's, <laughs> no, I, love, yeah. I love that journey yeah, for you we're different people yeah, yeah, we're. yeah. well um <laughs> you have a podcast too thank you for being on my podcast yes um so tell us about what your podcast is about it's called the tea we've been doing it for um two years we're about to go into our third season my co-host is lucky stiff um, who is a uh, non-binary drag queen, um, drag person, um, and we have been lucky to work with Roscoe, so they've been um, helping us out, and we get to interview a ton of the queens. We just had uh, Trixie and Katya and Miss Cracker and uh, Latrice, and uh, Shay was just on our episode that just came out. Like, uh, It's been fucking great, but we just get them in a room, and people uh, submit questions. We drink some champagne, and... Um, I, I I like the bare bones uh, type of things where like like with Roscoe's like I don't do a ton of games or I don't there's not like a big formula it's just if it's good content it's good content yeah so we just ask about life history you know opinions and do you only interview really nice. uh, Rue Girls no no we've had tons of locals we've okay. had like every good. every local person you can think of I want to start I, I started off with this podcast because this is very very new to help build up the um, the fan base of it or, or, or the viewers or listeners whatever yeah. um, doing only drag race girls but I definitely want to um, subject <laughs> listeners to people that are not subject yeah <laughs> there, there's probably a better word um, intro, like, int- you're uh, introduce. Like them through it okay so introduce right, right. excuse me wrong word yeah. um, I love that about you I love that you you love the local scene. I lo- well, I think it's important, girl. Like we were, yeah. we're all like from there. Yeah. Before we got on our TV show, yeah. I tell this to everybody wherever I go. Like, you know, 
getting on RuPaul's Drag Race doesn't really require much talent. It's it's literally about being lucky. Yeah. Like you you audition, you fit whatever criteria they're looking for at that right. specific time. You're put on, right. and you know either you do good or you don't. Yeah. You know you know, and then some people that are amazing entertainers flop on the show, and some, in my opinion. Uh, some entertainers that are a flop do amazing. Yep. So it's all relative to the luck of the draw and the luck of the episode yeah. and what you brought at that time right. and we, who you borrowed from. And <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> who you pushed down the stairs. <laughs> so um, well, we're lucky here. We have a really fucking cool scene, and I try also to do as much as I can to just constantly give back to the scene. I mean. Uh, uh, it, we have a great audience. We have a really well-trained audience. Like, they just come out for drag. And they don't... I mean, they obviously love a Rue girl, but, I mean, they fucking stand the local queen. I love that. I love yeah. that. I... Chicago, and specifically Roscoe's, is one of my favorite places to come to. And I've been around the world. Yeah. It's, it's The just, audience just... They give a shit, and they're... It, it, it's, it's just the mood here. They they give a shit about it. The drag. audience is great. Yeah. The the other entertainers are, are... I don't feel like there's so much tension here as as there are in other cities. There, I'm sure there is, but not as much as in other cities. I also... You know, and then the staff of Roscoe's... They're amazing. ...is amazing. Sean is yeah. amazing. So yeah. I, I really love coming here. Um... So a lot of people may not know this about you. You are a comedian, and you've yeah. written a lot of jokes for yeah. uh, well-known people. Yeah. Um, Tell us for about the, that. For, like, haters roast and behind-the-scenes stuff, I mean, you might have seen some of it on Drag Race. Like, yeah. Yeah. But I'm a ghostwriter, so half of that is I'm a ghost. So I can't ever be like, I wrote for this person and this person. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of weird to, like, um, see your jokes on TV and stuff, but it's great to get that paycheck <laughs> do, do you um do you ever do your own like comedy shows um you know i have done stand-up but there's really it's a weird thing because there's not a lot of money in in stand-up comedy so unless i'm putting on my own show i mean you know i, I they, they pay like fucking nothing yeah like, stand-up shows like stand-up comedians in chicago get like 20 bucks if you're lucky they'll give 20 you 20 bucks they'll give you two drink tickets that's wow this is not a joke so like if I'm doing it on my own, like, I'll set up my own roast and have other drag queens there, and I know we can all get the correct booking, right. you know? But otherwise, like, the structure of comedy is garbage. Well... The venue makes all the fucking money. That's crazy. I never knew yeah, that. That's, yeah. that's cool. I'm glad I'm not a, a stand-up comedian. Right. <laughs> so that's I was I, horrible in my roast, so I'm, <laughs> that will never be my future. Um. Yeah, but... if. Uh, that's why I like doing the behind the scenes stuff and you know as far as like the Murray and Peter tours and stuff I mean yeah a lot of people don't really know that I'm doing it but that's what I like okay well, yeah cool. I'm, I, I think that you're hilarious thank you um I want to move on to a specific topic okay. today um it's called drag race rundown <laughs> The reason why I'm going to talk to you about Drag Race, and I know it's probably got to be annoying. Well, I love Drag Race, and I am run down, so that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just have you have you are the the mascot, the face, the ambassador <laughs> of Chicago to Rue Girls. I I say that I'm like Drag Race's like wacky neighbor. Like, I'm uh, yeah? just, like, constantly, like, knocking on Drag Race's door. They're like, okay, all right, leave us alone. Like, you're, you're that person across the fence in Home Improvement where... Right. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm Wilson. Yeah, yeah, yeah I love yeah, that. Yeah. 
Well, um, so you've hosted anything and everything to do with Drag Race here. Yeah, uh, all of it. What? I feel uh, like I've worked with... How many drag queens have there been? I mean, you've probably point? worked with... I, I mean, anyone that's... I can really... I, I, there's probably like 10 that I haven't worked with. Well, those 10 probably aren't traveling too much <laughs> anymore. Well, you know. Well, that probably says a lot. I believe it! I believe it! <laughs> well, um... Uh, <laughs> what has been like some of your favorite moments? It could be like dramatic or funny or whatever from viewing parties. Have you seen... Uh, Trixie's documentary that just came out on Amazon. No, who is who's Trixie? Uh, t- t- <laughs> Tam- Tam- Tammy Martellini. Um, uh, no, I've heard of it, but I haven't watched no. it yet. Um, I'm in it because she wins uh, All Stars when she's at Roscoe's when she's hosting. Oh, I was supposed to do that too, but then couldn't be here for the viewing party. <laughs> yeah, that was um, really fun for us to um, change four days before the event. Uh, but it's not. It's not my fault. I, it was not my fault. We know. We know. I had to be in this bar that like. No, they I made know. it look a like it was bar. Yeah, yeah, a fake bar that they made uh, look like there was a ton of people in, but it was yeah. all wow employees. Yeah, no, we saw. Uh, <laughs> and then you guys won, and it was like, what? Yeah, it was like, <laughs> yeah. huh? what did you say? I know. Yeah. But anyway, so back to Trixie. Um, oh, so uh, you can actually see in Moving Parts her documentary where she she wins there. And like, I mean, I've known Trixie for years. She's one of my closest friends. And mm-hmm. like, to be next to her while she, like, I was just crying. Like, it was just such a lovely moment to have with a good friend yeah and but so she ca- she knew she's gonna win she had to have known um she didn't get a she wasn't like warned i, I mean think. i don't think she she was warned i'm well, saying that usually... like mentally she yeah. she's got to be like well girl well yeah like i think she well she if you look at her face she's like uh, maybe it was because she had so much makeup on, you couldn't really see <laughs> facial expressions, but... I think she is kind of a constant doubter of herself, um, but she's also uh, incredibly confident, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I, I think she's constantly ready to go, well, you know, we tried. Yeah. What's, what's the next thing? Like, I don't think she's, like, overly confident, but I don't know. I I don't know if she did think she was going to win. I mean, I guess she knew about all the Shangela fuckery. That was That was insane. fuckery. Insane. Do you, do you think if Shangela would have been top two that she would have won? Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I think that the, I like, I've, I say this a lot. I like to watch a competition where 10, 12 people enter, they compete, they go home when they don't do good, and a person wins. And sometimes this show wants to send them home, bring them back, surprise twist, surprise twist again, and I just find that it's not as fun to watch when that happens because I feel frustrated as a viewer, you know, where it, it doesn't always feel super rewarding. You know, you just want to watch a competition, and I think that they throw all these twists in, and I think it really took the wind out of the sails when they did that twist because it was like, what have we been you know, watching this whole time, if you're just gonna, what am, am I watching Survivor? Or am I watching the judges decide? Rue decides? Like, sometimes they're not fully telling us what we're watching, and that is very frustrating as a viewer. Would you realize it's a reality show? Like, uh, it's, yeah, it's but, like, like I, but, I, going in, cause coming from pageants, girl, I yeah. am like totally about fairness and like, yeah. th- like, like you said, if you do bad, you go. Whoever's the best wins. Mm-hmm. But with, 
it, specifically Drag Race, it's not like that because it's it is a TV show, and I and I totally understand because like it would be kind of predictable if you're watching it and you see obviously the person that is the best, yeah. they're gonna win. Like, but the show succeeds when I think when it's at its most simple because like look at Drag Race UK. I mean, one of the big things people said is like, wow, I feel like I'm watching like early years of Drag Race. They didn't do big gotcha moments. Like you're watching strong personalities naturally have, you know, kind of fight with each other. It's just a competition. So drag queens are just naturally fun to watch. And it just feels like when they bring people back and they like the double win, like stuff like that, it just feels well, like. How do you feel about the double win? Well, I want a winner. I don't want two winners. Yeah, you know I, I, mean? I kind of do feel like, and I've said this before, you know. At, and that's no shade to you or Or, Mo- or Mona. Or yeah. no. And I, yeah. I think both of you are fucking amazing. I just think. The, there should have been one winner. The show veers off so many times when I, when I think. And, and just watching it in a room full of people so many times, you watch people go like, what is happening? Like, yeah. there is confusion, and there's and it doesn't feel satisfying always when they try to go, gotcha, 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 you know? Yeah. I totally get it. Girl, yeah. I totally get it. 100%. I've been there. Yeah. Done that. I have the t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> when they dial it back, and when they just kind of let big personalities be in a room together and just have really fun challenges and, and don't worry so much about like pulling the rug out from under the viewer so much. I think that's when it's the most fun to watch. Yeah. People get frustrated. I mean, even with the twists and things, I'm still such a fan. I mean, I'm, I'm not, gonna, I'm still going right. to watch. I mean, I just, I, yeah. cause I just want to see, I want to know I what's going to happen. I mean, I, that, it, with that said, duh. Like, I'm still going to watch this goddamn show. Okay, so aside from <laughs> Trixie, you crying over Trixie winning, yeah. What what has there been any other, like, really, like, standout moments you can think of off the top of your head? Um, I, You know, anytime I can work with Shangela, I mean, she's just... A personality. You can just watch her paint her nails, and it's just really fun. Like, she's just so fucking easy to work with. Yeah? Yeah. I, people, I've like, only worked with her a few times, like, really? on... on, like on uh, work the world. I've worked with her a little bit there, uh, but I've never really worked with her like in a regular show. Um, if you just give her a mic, I feel like I would just could watch her for hours, and that's it's makes my job easier when people understand how to talk into a fucking mic, like well, you I, do. Like well, when I get to work with people like you, like it's, I remember that one time that we did the viewing party, and it was me, you, Soju, uh, Ariel, and. Who what Vanji mm-hmm. and me, you and Vanji were just sitting there like, what is going on? Because it was Soju's birthday or something, and she had gotten wasted. And then Ariel is was just you know she is just a mouthful of stuff, <laughs> and it was just a train wreck. Was that the one where Soju walked off? I don't know. And came back. I don't know. I don't know. But she she was like so drunk, and she got so into like. Whatever she was, was saying. Was it the thing where she was saying, I'll see you at the reunion, bitch? Yeah. Ugh. I will say that was not... you. Okay. I think her opinion on things are is different than mine. I don't know how to say this in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> I Because after that show, she was like, that was great, wasn't it? Like, that was really good. People are going to love watching this. Like, look how drunk I got. Like, people are going to think this is so funny. And I was like... Uh, yeah, but also logistically, from my point of view, I'm kind of like I feel like the train was off the track. Yeah, the it, it, it wasn't a train wreck. It was like a like an explosion. 
Yeah, and it's hard for me to be a conductor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when, oh, you, she was totally taken... You couldn't just, talk. Yeah, there's just... I, I felt like I was just getting... Uh, Steamrolled. Yeah, yeah, and, and, you, and you're such a good host. Thank you. To maneuver that kind of stuff, it's, and it, was, it was impossible. I, I I always say that this that show is very hard to host, and I love my job. But that show is hard because you never know who you never know what the fuck you're gonna get. I mean, yeah. sometimes you get lovely people who are sober and good on the mic, and then sometimes you get people who don't necessarily like each other that are working together, or maybe they're going home that week. Or maybe they had a fucking shitty day. I mean, sometimes I feel like I'm just like, God, I never know what I'm going to get. You know? It's just so nice when you get really professional people who don't get so fucking drunk. Yeah. But (laughs) I don't want to talk bad about anyone. Because I'm just, you know, people do like to watch it no matter what the fuck's happening. Yeah. Well, the views for Roscoe's YouTube is insane. It's funny. I was, I joke about it. I didn't realize how big the views were because I just, I try not to really engage in like YouTube stuff. Like I don't want to look at comments and stuff. And it wasn't until I think like a year ago where I was like, let me, let me go see what these views are. These fuckers are at like 90,000, 100,000 last year. And I was like, oh, I didn't realize this. Oh, yeah. In Which sounds so stupid to say. In my head, there's there was like... 10,000 people watching it. Well, you have to you have to realize like you have like 100,000 followers on Instagram. I have 70,000. We're rounding yeah. up. Okay. <laughs> <I'll> <laughs> We're rounding up. Take them. So that's a yeah. lot that's a lot for someone that hasn't been on yeah. uh, on TV or something. Yeah. So, I mean, you have almost as much as some Rue girls. Yeah. I in um yeah. And that's yeah. from that's from you hosting and you being yeah. you being out there. And I, I feel like it's that thing where if you like what you do, you're constantly trying to do a better version of it. So I'm every time something good happens, I go, Okay, now what's next? What's our next goal? So sometimes I don't sit back and just enjoy it and go, There's a hundred thousand people watching me on YouTube. Yeah. Like I just wasn't really soaking that in because for me, I was thinking about... I mean, it really just started out as a hosting gig at Roscoe's. Uh-huh. And it became this accidental TV show. You yeah, know? Like yeah. this a- accidental YouTube channel. Um, so I wasn't really processing it as people all over the world are watching me ask their favorites questions. And so now it's like, oh, this is... It sounds so weird to say out loud, but I wasn't processing it as that. Because yeah. I just go and talk on a mic every fucking night for my job and... You know, now I'm like, oh, I have a YouTube show. Yeah, <laughs> it's an accident. Yeah, yeah they just because they and also the thing is they just put up that little camera and you don't even see it. So I don't really think about what's happening. Oh, I don't. I, I don't think anybody does. No. Yeah. No and one. so it it just was such an afterthought, and now it's like, how so many people know me? <laughs> what do you um? How do you feel about getting on the show? Do you is it something that you would like to happen? Um I mean on, and when I say show I mean RuPaul's Yeah. Record. Um I, I, I try not to really like say anything about it because I feel like if I do it would like Yeah, <laughs> maybe not happen. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Or I don't know. I just uh I, I'm I enjoy where I'm at. Uh-huh. And uh yeah. I'm being extremely vague. Okay, so maybe, yeah. you know, what happens happens. Okay, cool. So that means maybe <laughs> definitely maybe. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well um, You know what I mean? It's you kinda, we, you like kinda, you don't want to put it out there like I don't know I don't want to talk about it. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, moving on. We'll talk in a year. You, yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll so you said earlier a little bit about like the thing like s- some of the frustrations you have with with watching as a viewer. Mm-hmm. Um, what 
in 11 seasons of Drag Race, now that we have like 11 seasons plus All-Stars plus UK, and there's about to be Canada, Canada Australia. And Australia, and, you know, Mars, all that stuff. <laughs> so what um, what would you like to see change? Uh, I, I just like when it's simple. Like, um, and I, I, I do love a, a twist here and there, but I think that they started relying on twists, and I think that they also, I've said this before, they love when Rue goes for the first time in Drag Race Herstory. They just love to put that in a trailer. And sometimes I don't I don't need that. I mean, it's been going on so long. I mean, you know, yeah. just simplify it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe if they went back to that, it would be kind of a shock because they've right. been doing gags for so long. Yeah. Um, and I like when they have, this sounds shady, I like when they have good drag queens. This is my thing. I've always wondered, like, you know, there's so many drag queens now, specifically now that Drag Race has been on for so long, it's, like, inspired people to do drag. Yeah. Um, there's so many drag queens and so many good drag queens that I know audition. I don't understand why every single girl that they cast, or, excuse me, every single person that they cast, um, can't be, like, top-notch. How how amazing would it be to go in and in, in, in watching a competition that everyone is like giving you looks and, yeah. and slaying the competition because there's still only going to be one winner. I definitely think that they, I mean, it was always what I understood to be, like someone explained it to me this way and when I say it to other people, they're like, oh, is that how you think it is? But this is what I, this is how I pictured it. They cast in brackets. I think they cast what they believe to be would be a top four. I don't think it's a hard. Uh, I, I don't think it has to end up this way, but I think they cast knowing how they want it to be, and yeah. and and knowing that these are these four are really really good. Stack the deck. Yeah, we know this is our top four, and then we we add in some middle ones, and I think they know the first two or three to go home. Yeah, uh, and I think when you watch, you can kind of see that formula play out. Yeah, where you know. The first person to lip sync is probably going to go home second. And then the second lip sync, that person's probably going to go home third. And then you have your middle section where it's just kind of... A little uh, floaty. Right. Two acting challenges and uh, whatever. It's kind of random. And then your top six, you kind of knew it from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. I, I That's how I believe it. I think there is kind you of... You are smart. It's You're really smarter than I thought you were. <laughs> <laughs> You're smarter than you look. Thank you, Florida Public School System. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's how I think it. I think they do cast in, in brackets, yep. right? I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you're working out your new catchphrases. Oh, God. Um, well, <laughs> so moving on from Drag Race, because we've been talking about this for a while. You said you weren't into it, but girl, you were passionate. About <laughs> um, I wanted to do, because it's the holiday season. So let's do a topic uh, called Holiday Hoedown. Okay. Where's my crown at? Where's my crown at? <laughs> I'm still saying that. What has been like some of your favorite holiday moments? Um, I have a really small family. Mm-hmm. Like when I say small, there's like me and my mom, and I have a Republican aunt who's crazy, and I have a cousin, and then no one talks to anyone on my dad's side. Oh wow! And like my uh, grandpa raised me; he died. My <laughs> dad died. Like we don't like. There's literally like four of us. Um, my grandma just died last year. Um, did I say that? Um, but so easy to shop for this year. Very easy. Yeah. So I mean, there's a handful of us. So I just go home and see my mom in Florida. 
Um, but when I was little, my family used to get the family band together because they're all hillbillies. A van? A band. Oh, a band. Yeah. Like so, a music band. Uh-huh. My grandma would have her auto harp. My grandpa would have his banjo. Like, they would have, you know, someone have a whistle and shit. Word. Yeah. I mean, that was the shit. I mean, this is some country bridge jamboree shit, but, like, it was... And y'all would, like, sing carols? I didn't sing, do it. I didn't do it. I just watched. But, yeah, they. I mean, they would just sing... Um, oh, Holy Night. Not even that. It would usually be, like, Loretta Lynn and, and Earl Scruggs and, like, old... Dolly Parton, that kind of shit. Yeah. Word. Yeah. yeah, I live for that. I have I have such a soft spot in my heart for like country music and and. Do know, you have home videos school. of this? Um, yeah, you know, you should post that shit. Um, ever since I was little, I, I've always been the one like recording my family because I knew that they were like really interesting. Like my my grandmama was like fabulous. She she just passed last year, but she was. A movie star in her own head and she was like extremely educated and she grew up on the mountain in chattanooga tennessee and she uh like she went to school in like the 60s when girls weren't going to college or you know where wow. it, wasn't, it wasn't as popular yeah yeah and she she was like a social worker she set up like hrs in the state of tennessee children and family services where it used to be you would just send the dog catcher up the mountain to the get, dog catcher yeah if you needed to get like kids and stuff they would send the dog catcher and they would put them in the back and so she helped what because mm-hmm, yeah she, they didn't want to put them in a cop car um so, so she, they, they put them in a kennel well, they needed a bunch of people oh my yeah. gosh so um yeah i mean she she was extremely educated but she was also just this gone with the wind style of like you know this oh, southern drawl and she would just read you down i want to see pictures you had to show me some yeah, pictures. Oh, yeah yeah I, I but i whenever i would go home i would just constantly put her on video and uh put her all over my instagram and stuff and people just loved it i'm made i want to so see fun. it my I'm, family's wacky as shit um, i think every uh, girl well, my yeah. family is wacky as shit your too. family's from alabama uh-huh girl uh-huh my great-grandparents i was fortunate enough to be born when my great-grandparents were still alive oh well they didn't die till I was like 16 or 17, so I really got to know them. And my uh, great-grandmother and great-grandfather, their names, I called them Ma and Pa. How country. Yeah, right. <laughs> their real names were Wilma and Willard. Oh! How fucking country is so that? So country. <laughs> and um, my great-grandmother, Ma, would wear moo-moos. Mm-hmm. And my great grandfather, no, huh? no bra, no bra. That is no bra. so country to oh, me. So no bra. You just see uh, my mom and her friends just running down the the street like um, with their fucking uh, tits slinging. Like that is uh-huh. such a country. Thing. Oh, so country. Right. And um, my uh, and Paul would always wear overalls every single day of his life. Right. Flan- a flannel shirt with overalls every day of his life. Yeah. So crazy. But um, <laughs> I have some I have some stories, yeah. Well, um, what has been like your worst Christmas gift that you've ever been given? It can be like from your family or friends or... God, that's a hard one. Um, every... I'm an only child. Every year uh, I would ask for a sibling. Really? Little, a sibling? That, isn't that pathetic? Yeah, because I had like no friends when I was little. <laughs> and I had like no siblings. I was just like isolated child. Aww. And every year, mom, can I have a brother or sister? It's like, nope, still single. Um, so yeah, I guess that was uh, every year I just didn't get what I wanted. One year, my grandmother gave me goldfish. 
and um, she put them in water. And slowly, as I came back into my room, I realized she hadn't put them in the correct water. She put them in tap water. And every time I would come back into my room, we would just watch them, and they were just slowly rising to the top. My grandmother put all these fish. You're supposed to put like a chemical in it so it like purifies the water. Oh no, so they all died. She, so for, yes, for Christmas, for she Christmas. killed a bunch of goldfish in my room. Oh no, that's <laughs> awful. Yeah, it was great. Well, um, I, I, my great grandmother on my grandfather's side, uh, they lived in Georgia and she was a hoarder. Like she, her basement was just, you wouldn't, you weren't allowed down there because <laughs> she, it was wall to wall, just Perfect. junk. That she, because she would go to uh, flea markets like every weekend and just buy shit. Ugh. And so she would always give me and my sister like stuff she would buy from the flea market. And I always got actually kind of cool gifts like toys yeah. and shit. But because um, my sister was six years older than me, she would always get clothes and she. she Oh, she was God. always given the ugliest sweaters and dresses, like it's literally like off-brand Tommy Hilfiger oh, stuff. Oh, awful! Yeah. Like ugly sweaters, like ugly dresses. Mm-hmm. And my sister just hated going there for Christmas. Hated it. Hated. Hated. We it. used to always go to the flea market. And my, I had this like shitty stepbrother who had like such a '90s room where it was like. Um, we would go to the flea market and he would buy like the throwing stars. Like, you know, this booth. Like, oh, that's the one. yes. The incense burners. That's uh-huh. like a wizard. And, and those, then... those cheap uh, acrylic looking figurines. Right. Oh. And he, had, he had a snake, of course, which is like, you know, if you were a shitty kid and then uh, if you were like a shitty stepbrother in the 90s, you had to have a shitty snake that he had to make me watch it eat mice. Oh, my and gosh. And then, of course, there's like little like wizard figurines in uh-huh. the like, you know, just so and then just so tacky. Yeah. And the, oh, or those giant posters that were like fuzzy and then like the felt like pot smoking shit oh yeah Uh uh-huh oh so tacky (laughs) (laughs) that reminds me of home alone the the older brother that had the tarantula i've been re-watching home alone i've watched it twice this week Uh, all of them actually i started home alone on a flight and didn't get to finish it but um i'm like I just love that movie i love that movie i love 90s movies 80s and 90s movies are my favorite home alone 3 that's with the different kid, right? John Hughes wrote it. Who's that? Who's um, he wrote uh, the first two. Okay. And he also wrote like P- Pretty in Pink. He he uh, like all of those '90s movies. Like, um, what's the one where all the kids are stuck at school? You know, Breakfast Club. Oh yeah, yeah. He yeah. wrote all that shit. Oh work. Yeah. I Home Alone I've 3 seen pulls th- up. I've seen Home Alone three. I need to rewatch it because I've only watched it like a couple of times in years ago. And there's a one of the villains is a girl. And so she gets to wear wigs and stuff, like, oh. very 90s. Like, kind of the Cruella de Vil or, like, Beethoven 2 with, um... God, what's her name? Debbie Mazar. I uh, love that. Do you know what I'm talking uh-huh. about? And yeah. she's just always wearing, like, all, like, monochromatic looks. And she has, like, a, a Long Island accent. Like, I love that. Those um, are my girl villains. Like, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> I, lo- I love all that. I that love made that. me gay. <laughs> and you're how old? I'm 31. Okay, so we're similar in age. I'm just a little, you know, just a little older well, than you. <laughs> a little, <laughs> little bit. So that we're you were born in the late eighties. Eighty-eight. Yeah. Eighty-eight. Yeah. Oh, God, some of these kids that are listening probably oh, just God. like what were ancient. Yeah. Wow. I, I, I got my first cell phone, I think, in like tenth grade. I was like the last person to get one, and it was like. One of those square Nokia. Oh yes! Like uh-huh. these kids now are like six, and they have like they're walking around with fucking iPod. Oh iPad, god! IPads, iPads, a uh, phone, yeah. uh, like 
what the hell? I was I was talking about this the other day. I was like, Google was like just happening when I was like in high school, and I was still a part of that generation where like if you wanted facts on things, your parents told you them, and they were probably wrong, or you just listened to like the loudest kid in the neighborhood. Like you didn't have a great way unless you had like a fucking encyclopedia. You didn't have a great way to like fact check. Things. Well, you, girl, People do you, you remember, like, you shit. <laughs> when you were traveling, like, when we used, we used to take a vacation every year, there was no Google Maps. It was Bitch. a map. You got, or you, you got MapQuest, which was... The printout. Which was trash, and it was, uh, they were always in cahoots with the government, so they would take, if you needed to go two blocks down, they'd take you on a toll highway, and then make you go back. Everything was on a fucking toll. If I wanted to go home, I was reading this, and it was always wrong. I would go back home from uh, Tampa to uh, Fort Pierce, and it was like four hours. It would always take me on some fucking shitty, weird back road way. These you kids, kids don't, don't, know. You don't know. They don't. They don't know. You the the, uh, the ice age. You would have to just pull over at a gas station and, and ask for ask direct. Uh huh. That's what I mean. Like you didn't have hard facts on things. Like yeah. if I have, if I'm trying to think of a movie or something, or something, I just go on IMDb. I go on Wikipedia. God, I have an answer. You would just walk around for weeks wondering shit. Yeah. <laughs> you'd have to ask people shit. I yeah. know. We didn't so have crazy. any fucking facts. Well, um, <laughs> we were so damn dumb. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I want to play a game. Okay. Uh, to close out this podcast, um, this is one of my favorite games to play. Okay. And um, it's called. So it's an adaptation because I don't like the word kill. Um, so, so it's called bone, marry, or slap. And bone obviously means like have sex with. Okay. Marry obviously, and then slap like you just want to slap the show. Can we call it tuck marry slap? <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, I okay, guess we we'll could. Call it tuck. Okay, we can call it tuck. Well, no, we tuck marry slap. Tuck okay. marry marry <laughs> slap. Okay, so there's three groups that we're gonna talk about. Most of them are affiliated with Chicago. Okay. So the first group is Shea Coulee, the Vixen, and Naomi Smalls. So who would you tuck? Who would you marry? And who would you slap? <laughs> um. I, uh, me and Vixen weirdly, ha- this is too much information, but we weirdly have like made out at the club like multiple times. Oh really? Yeah, she's I don't a cute know. boy. She is a cute boy, and she's also very sexual. Um, and I mean that in a good way. You know what I mean? Some people are just like sexual. She uh-huh. just has that energy. Um, I would probably, yeah, Vixen, and then. Um, so you would tuck the Vixen. Yeah, I would marry Naomi, and I guess I would have to slap Shay. <laughs> Why would you slap Shay? Because I didn't have any other options. <laughs> I, you have to kill somebody. <laughs> Fuck. Well, maybe I... Yeah, okay. You 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 think you would get along with marrying and being married forever with Naomi? No, no, probably not. But that's marriage. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> you don't I'm have to like good, them. That's a good yeah. one. We, we, we get along, but, you know, we have our little... It's <laughs> just like a marriage. It's Work. like a marriage, yeah. I love it. So She's you're already married. Yeah. Work. Right. Well, the next group is <laughs> Kimchi, Trixie Mattel, and Silky Ganache. Um, uh, k- kill Silky. No, no, no. Slap. Okay. Slap Silky and then kill her. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, uh, Silky. Uh huh. She can go. Um, Tuck. Tuck. Who are the other one? Trixie and. Kimchi. Oh god. And then the other one you have to marry. So it's oh, tuck one I, and marry the other. Um I guess I tuck Trixie cuz she's not a virgin and then I guess I would marry Kim. Do you think you would get along with uh Kim? I Kim has been like 
one of my best friends for like five years. Okay, cool. I mean, her and Trixie are like up there, but Kim is just someone that I, when I tell you I talk to her every single day. You know, you have you you see a shady picture online, you see a, a bad picture uh-huh. with someone, you go, I gotta send this to someone. Uh-huh. She's that person. <laughs> you know, like or or you're like. Someone is pulling a stunt online. Who are you going to complain about it to? She's the one that I go to. Word. Yeah. Well, why did you immediately go to slapping Silky? (laughs) Silky has publicly said that she doesn't like a lot of Chicago girls. Um, I'm probably still going to have to work with her. So, like, I'm not coming out against her or anything, but, like... But um, you are. There was a... a, a, We did a a show called World's Worst Drag Show, and Miss Toto performed... This was at Berlin. She performed... A version of Silky performing at Roscoe's. Have you seen the video? Oh, with a ponytail? Yeah. Oh, gosh. The one that, like, Willem did on the beatdown. And, um, and so I was in the back laughing at it because it was funny. And honestly, I think that, like, even if people are laughing at my expense, I'm still probably gonna laugh. Yeah, like, it's I funny. You have to, I mean, something like that. I mean, it was a public It's drag, thing. yeah. You're a public figure, like, we're talking about you. I didn't think it was terribly negative. She, it was posted, and about 10 minutes later, she went on Facebook and just, like, roasted Toto and said, like, you know, basically fuck off and uh, and and referred to me as for the amusement of a girl who will never be on Drag Race because <laughs> I was in the back laughing at it. Wow. I, well, I don't think she takes jokes very well, but I honestly, like, I don't ever want to fight with people you know so yeah. I just I don't know for her to just like not like us um, I wasn't and here I am on a podcast talking about it but I just yeah I don't want her to dislike us I just I'm gonna have opinions on things and I'm gonna laugh at jokes and I think she was kind of sensitive about well that. I think I think with with situations like that you should just girl just do you and yeah. you know people are gonna either be okay with it or they're not and yeah. and that's their problem I don't think she has the same sense of humor as us like I laugh at everything and I'm, my whole job is I'm just roasting things well girl it's drag you it's cannot drag. take it so serious yeah. it's drag yeah well the last group is <laughs> um uh, for for Tuck, Tuck Mary Slap okay uh Pearl Okay. Soju and Gia. Oh wow! So Tuck, Mary, Slap. Um, I'll give Soju a glass of water after <laughs> 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 Roscoe's, okay, <laughs> and then we can slap her. Oh, you're gonna slap her? Okay, yeah, slap <laughs> all right. Her. Um, we'll hydrate her and then slap her, and then Gia and who? Uh, Pearl. Pearl. Um, I would. Mm, I think I would marry. Gia. I would I would totally marry Gia. I would marry Gia. She would have me laughing. I love Gia. We I we just worked together. You know, it's funny when we used to like we didn't really like each other back in the day. Mm-hmm. Because we used to like work around each other, never really worked together, and we just never really vibed. And then I brought her here and she did drag matinee, and we connected in a very specific way. Also, we did the viewing party together, and we had like a friend breakthrough, and now I genuinely love her. I think she's hilarious. I I've always I've always liked her. Yeah. And um, like having her on the show, like or or having her on the show, like it was my show. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Me and her being on All Stars together, like. During, I I was like, girl, she's so annoying on All Stars because 
she's so she was so contrived like it was so she knew what she was doing and she did it on purpose and kind of what i like and, but but <laughs> but after watching it i yeah. love it it's great tv yeah. but gia is just so cool she's so such a fun girl she talks shit and doesn't take it too seriously right. you can make jokes at her and she laughs she's not afraid of I anybody. love it. I love she's it. She's really good at reality TV, and I think that like when she went in and how she was like kind of prodding uh, Farah too. Uh -huh. like, I think she was going into TV thinking that everyone else knew the lay of the land. Yeah, it's like we're here to fuck with each other. And like when you guys got into that little oh, that was all. That was all we knew. And I mean, I knew that as a viewer, and I think that most people did. But like that's what I'm here to watch. Yeah, like I'm. That's what I'm here to watch. Like, plan it. Like, well, that medal that I had, the medal that I had for my outfit for uh, Caitlyn, mm -hmm. she had given that to me. I love that. Because that was from her her, yeah. her look. So She's good at TV. She yeah, needs she's to be, really good. She needs to be. They, they need to bring back, like, Surreal Life or something on VH1 and start putting, like, these past Drag Race girls on. They need to have, like, a like bad that. Drag Race girls club. <laughs> right, something. Something. <laughs> like, we need, we just need more Gia. I, uh, a lot more. I and, love her. And I, I would fuck Pearl. Uh, yeah, you've seen, her, her. You've yeah. seen her nudes? Yeah. Pearl. Me and Pearl, um, both, she grew up in Florida too. Where? I think she lived in Orlando at some point. Oh, but wow. she wasn't doing drag. But we met, I was doing drag, but she wasn't. And we were talking about, like, Florida, and she was a MySpace kid, and I, like... How old is she? She seems so, like, young. She's, like, my age. She's, like, 31, I think. Is she? Mm -hmm. I thought she was, like, 12 or something. Nah, girl. She's, like, my age. But she's... I think she's such a beautiful man mm -hmm. and such a beautiful queen. We... Okay, but... Oh, wait, I forgot. So we were, we were, like, talking back in the day... And we were talking about like the MySpace kids because Florida, there was a lot of MySpace kids, like all the scenesters, like that was a big thing down there. And we had like a guy that I had dated. She had dated the same guy. He was a, a fucking MySpace celebrity. Wow. So Florida. Yeah. Oh my god. She was a MySpace celebrity too. His name was P Star Trick. He had a huge dick. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. But oh yeah. Uh, yeah. She used to live here too. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Most yeah. of these were like affiliated with Chicago. That's why I'm, yeah. I did this. Well, this has been super fun. I, I loved hanging I out I enjoy with you. you so much. Thank you. I don't know if I ever told you this, but you, and I don't blow smoke at people's ass because I believe in being realistic, <laughs> but I love your drag. I love working with you. I think you're so professional. Thank you. Yes. Thank and you. And you're just, so, I'm, I was so tickled when you asked me here. Well, I'm, I'm, so I've been such a fan of yours for years. I am rooting for if you audition, they better cast you because you'd be <laughs> such good TV. Um, and even if they don't, girl, like, you are a star, and I, I, I live for you. Well, um, before we go, I want to uh, leave you with some words that my grandmother would always tell me. Okay. And it's such great advice. Um, if you ain't got nothing nice to say... Come sit by me. Yeah. <laughs> I've been listening to the podcast. Oh, yeah, it work. <laughs> well, I'm going to have to catch up on yours because you, yeah. you obviously have some good ones. But yeah. um, thank you so much for being on. And Excellent. until next time, we'll see you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>